0: Welcome to Catholic Moms in the Middle, a podcast for midlife moms who want to make the next season of life their best one yet. I am your host, Jenny Gwynn. You might find yourself transitioning into a new phase of life as your children become more independent or leave the nest. Mama, I am here to tell you that your life isn't over. You simply have new opportunities ahead of you. After years of pouring your heart and soul into raising your family, it is your turn to reconnect with yourself. In this podcast, we will talk about the joys and challenges of midlife. You will be inspired to rediscover your God-given purpose or to dust off old dreams and make them a reality. You'll learn how to navigate relationships with your adult children, to reconnect in your marriage, or focus on your health by being more active or finally losing the weight you've struggled with for years, whatever this next season of life brings. This podcast will equip and encourage you to be happy, healthy, and holy. Hey friends, welcome to Catholic Moms in the Middle. I'm so grateful that you are joining me today for my podcast. Each week as I prepare the podcast and record it, I always pray that it's a source of inspiration and that it equips and encourages you for your journey. So, as you may recall from a recent podcast... We have been sorting, organizing, and purging at our house. We are trying to make room for my parents to move in for a while. We have been pulling out boxes from the attic and going through them, trying to decide what to keep and what to let go of. Now, a few of those boxes haven't seen the light of day in years. And as I was recently going through one of those boxes, I found a little box of prayer cards that my grandmother had it also had some newspaper clippings and some notes that she had written now this is my dad's mom that i'm talking about interestingly enough she did not become catholic until she was in her 70s but she loved the catholic faith I can remember as a child, she would teach me my prayers, the Hail Mary, the angel of God, the glory be. And so I was excited to find this box of prayer cards that she had collected for years. As I was going through them, I found a relic of St. Catherine Laboure. It was in a small reliquary inside a tiny plastic box. Now, discovering this relic was an unexpected gift from my grandmother, even though she's been gone for over 19 years. St. Catherine is one of my holy helpers. Now, a holy helper is a saint that I like to call on for intercession and prayers. Some of my holy helpers I call on quite often. They are saints who I feel a connection with. They're saints that are role models for my life. For example, another one of my holy helpers is St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. She was a wife. She was a mother. She, was, um, she started the first Catholic school in the United States, so she was an educator. And so I feel like St. Elizabeth knows and experienced a lot of what I go through as a mom and a wife and an educator and working in ministry. I also call on St. Bernadette, St. Isidore, and St. Monica. So my holy helpers are saints that I pray to and ask for their intercession, maybe for a situation in my life or a specific person that I'm praying for. So I was very excited to find the relic of St. Catherine, who I've called on many times for prayers. One of the things that I love about St. Catherine was her willingness to listen to the Blessed Mother's directions for the miraculous medal even though the request seemed impossible. I've worn a miraculous medal for years, and I love the significance of it. So in this podcast, I'm going to share more with you about St. Catherine and the miraculous medal. So let's start with St. Catherine. She was born in La France in 1806. She was the ninth child in a family of 11. At the young age of nine, St. Catherine's mom died, leaving her to care for everyone in the home. Now, the story says that when she arrived home after her mom's funeral, she picked up the family statue of the Blessed Mother, looked at it, kissed it, and said, You are my mom now. A few years later, when St. Catherine was a teenager, she had a dream where an old man showed her a room of sick people. And he told her that it is good to take care of the sick and that God had a very specific purpose for her life. Years later, during a visit to the Daughters of Charity Hospital, Catherine saw a picture of the old priest on the wall. And what she discovered was that that man in her dream was the founder, St. Vincent de Paul. When St. Catherine made that connection, she immediately knew that she would become a member of St. Vincent's Order. So, in January of 1830, St. Catherine entered the Daughters of Charity. Not long after entering the convent, in the middle of the night, Catherine heard a young child calling her to the chapel and told her that the Blessed Mother would be there waiting for her. As Catherine entered the chapel, she found Mary surrounded by a brilliant bright light. The Blessed Mother told her that she would be given an important mission, but she would also be given the graces that she would need to carry it out. A few months later, the Blessed Mother visited Catherine a second time during her evening meditations, and when she appeared, she showed herself inside an oval frame standing upon a globe with rays of light coming from her hands toward the globe. Around the frame were the words, O Mary, conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. So the Blessed Mother asked Catherine to take these images that she showed her to her confessor and to tell him that these images should be placed on medallions exactly like Catherine described. And she said, "All who wear these medals will receive great graces." Well, it took two years for her confessor to take her seriously. But during that time, Saint Catherine remained faithful and confident knowing that she would be giving the strength and the graces to persevere in this mission from the Blessed Mother. Finally, Father took the request to the Archbishop, and they agreed to have 2,000 medals struck. The medals were distributed so quickly that it was considered miraculous. Then, they immediately began to hear about miracles that were occurring as people wore the medal, hence the name the Miraculous Medal. The Miraculous Medal is known as the Medal of Our Lady of Grace. Isn't it interesting, if you've listened to some of my previous podcasts, that word grace keeps coming up in my life. I, a few podcasts ago, I shared about my season of grace and all the fruits that came from it. So as I was researching this podcast, I loved the connection that this medal that I wear all the time is also known as the medal of Our Lady of Graces. So here's the great news god's love for you is so great that he desires a relationship with you all the time and the even better news is that he will meet you exactly where you are so you can never truly be apart from him since you are made up of a human body and a spirit god wants to connect with both of those so he uses material things to convey spiritual and physical healings blessings, and reminders to stay close to him in prayer and in the sacraments. That is exactly what the Miraculous Medal does. The Miraculous Medal is a sacramental. Now, the Miraculous Medal is not a good luck charm. It doesn't have power in itself. But it always directs us to Jesus, which is also the role of the Blessed Mother and the saints. I always imagine Mary taking our hands and placing them in the hands of her son. The medal is a reminder to be faithful to God, to persevere in prayer, to be patient in times of trial and for comfort when we are suffering. It's a reminder of God and his love for each and every person. It's a reminder that Jesus suffered and died on the cross to save you and me. And finally, it is a reminder that you have a mother in heaven who is waiting to pour graces over you. If only you go to her and ask. So what are sacramentals exactly? Sacramentals are sacred signs instituted by the church. They prepare men and women to receive the fruit of the sacraments and sanctify different circumstances of life. So when it comes to prioritizing sacramentals, The church places emphasis on the blessings that come with the sacramentals. So among the sacramentals blessings, they could be of persons, of meals, objects, and places. The blessing comes first. Every blessing praises God and prays for his gifts. In Christ, Christians are blessed by God the Father with every spiritual blessing. So I have been blessed three times now to travel to Medjugorje and it is such a beautiful beautiful pilgrimage to go on where you are immersed in the faith through the mass through praying the rosary through devotions um, climbing apparition hill and cross mountain all of it is just a beautiful way to really reconnect um, in your faith and to connect in a deeper way and one of the things on the trip that all of the pilgrims love is to buy different um sacramentals in the village whether it's rosaries or medals uh, saint benedict medals miraculous medals whatever it is and then you take them to mass And the priest will do special blessings over them. And so you come home with special medals that have been blessed in such a faith-filled place by priests who are there. But they're also reminders of your journey and what you experienced and the lessons that you learned. So let's go back to St. Catherine and the Miraculous Medal. When the Blessed Mother appeared to St. Catherine and asked for her to create the medal, her directions were, Have a medal struck upon this model. Those who wear it will receive great graces, especially if they wear it around their neck. Those who repeat this prayer with devotion will be in a special manner under the protection of the Mother of God. Graces will be abundantly bestowed upon those who have the confidence The Catholic Church approved this apparition and began making the medal in 1832. Since that time, many Catholics have reported miracles as a result of wearing the Miraculous Medal. Many saints have a deep devotion for the Blessed Mother and always wore the medal. One is St. Maximilian Kolbe. He called the Miraculous Medal our weapon with which to strike hearts, and a bullet with which a faithful soldier hits the enemy, that is evil, and thus rescues souls. Another one is Mother Teresa. She called it the Medal of Charity and often gave the miraculous medal to people, encouraging them to pray, Mary, Mother of Jesus, be a mother to me now. I just love that. I can imagine Mother Teresa kneeling down in front of someone who's sick, someone who was broken or lost, and saying the words and encouraging them to pray, Mary, mother of Jesus, be a mother to me now. On the front side of the miraculous medal, Mary is standing upon a globe, crushing the head of a serpent beneath her foot. She stands upon the globe as the queen of heaven and earth, her feet crushed the serpent to proclaim Satan, and all his followers are helpless before her. The year of 1830 on the Miraculous Medal is the year the Blessed Mother gave the design to St. Catherine. The reference to Mary conceived without sin supports the dogma of the Immaculate Conception of Mary, referring to Mary being born without sin. Now, on the back side of the medal, the 12 stars can refer to the apostles who represent the entire church as it surrounds Mary. But they also recall the vision of St. John, who wrote the book of Revelation, in which a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of 12 stars. The cross can symbolize Christ and our redemption, with the bar under the cross as a sign of the earth. The M stands for Mary and is interwoven um, with her initial and the cross, which shows Mary's close involvement with Jesus and our world. In this, we see Mary's part in our salvation and her role as mother of the church. The two hearts on the medal represent the love of Jesus and Mary that they both have for us. When the Blessed Mother revealed the miraculous medal, she clearly promised that everyone who wears it when it is blessed will receive great graces, especially if the medal is worn around their neck. Now, did you hear me say that? The key word there is everyone. Everyone who wears it when it is blessed will receive great graces. And that is so beautiful. You don't have to earn them. You don't have to buy them. Wearing the blessed medal, you will receive the graces that Mary is talking about. Then she completed the phrase with, The graces will be abundant to those who use it with confidence. So people who use the medal as a reminder to ask for help to persevere in prayer to turn to Christ on the medal the rays coming from Mary's hands do not reach the entire globe if you look at a miraculous medal and listen to the description it is so interesting now they do not reach the rays do not reach the entire globe because this is to symbolize the grace most people forget to ask for in their daily life Most people forget about these graces. They get so busy or they don't realize how important their faith is. They don't realize the gifts that the Blessed Mother and Jesus and God want to bestow on them. So they forget to ask for these graces. The medal is a reminder to turn to your faith for help, even when you think you may not need any extra help. Now, I never take my medal off. I wear it around my neck and also on the chain is a Jerusalem cross and a medal of Our Lady, Queen of Peace from Medjugorje. I often find myself fidgeting with the medals when I am stressed or uncertain. It's kind of a habit that I have where I run them through my fingers. You might sometimes hear them clinking in my podcast. Now, these medals are a reminder for me to turn to prayer for whatever I'm going through. The medals also bring me comfort, especially the miraculous medal, knowing that the Blessed Mother loves me and is waiting to take my prayers to her beloved son. I feel confident knowing that my prayers are heard and that they will be answered in the right time and the right way, not necessarily the way that I think they should be answered and when I think they should be answered, but this medal is a reminder that my prayers are being heard, and that I also have the graces that I will need no matter how those prayers are answered. Another thing I love about the Miraculous Medal is to see other people wearing them. It is an instant way to connect with others, and I've had great conversations with total strangers about prayer, about the Catholic faith, about the Blessed Mother, and sharing that God moment together is such a blessing knowing where they got their medal or why they wear their miraculous medal it's just an an amazing way to connect with someone else the miraculous medal is also a reminder of our faith and that we are called to share it in community with others. So the medals were struck and they were given out. The Miraculous Medal is still to this day a medal that is commonly shared. People give them out, they're blessed. Um, They try to put them in the hands of people who need some encouragement and who need their faith increased. And you would probably agree that we live in a time when we could all use some extra grace. Our lives can be difficult. We face different obstacles and trials where we need something other than our own strength. We come to the end of our own strength and realize that we need something more. The miraculous medal is a reminder that God is always ready and willing to help us. When we get to the end of our strength, he's there waiting to give us whatever we need. And it's also a reminder that we have a heavenly mother who wants us to bring her all of our needs, all of our concerns, our worries, whatever is stressing us or overwhelming us. She's waiting for us to bring it to her with childlike confidence knowing that our prayers are being heard and that our prayers were being answered. So as we start November, um, the Miraculous Medal has its own feast day, which is November 27th. And then the very next day is the feast day of St. Catherine, November 28th. So I encourage you, if you have a Miraculous Medal and you wear it, just call on it. Use it as a reminder um, to turn back to God, to call on the Blessed Mother when you need extra graces in your life. If you aren't familiar or don't have a miraculous medal, seek one out. There's lots of places you can get them. A lot of churches have them, Catholic gift stores. So explore the miraculous medal and see what you connect with. See how you are drawn to it, which part of the... The artwork of the illustration are you drawn to? What is it? What is the gift that the Blessed Mother wants to share with you? All right, friends, let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Dear Lord, we thank you for the gift of sacramentals, especially the miraculous medal. We thank the Blessed Mother for appearing to St. Catherine all those years ago with this medal that has brought so much hope, that's brought so many um, healings and miracles, it's brought peace. Lord, we just ask that you let this medal be a reminder to us to turn to you in times of doubt, in times of trials, knowing that you are always there. We ask, St. Catherine, that you will pray for us to grow stronger in our faith, to persevere. And we ask that you ask the Blessed Mother to bestow upon us all of the graces that we need to live a happy, healthy, and holy life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, friends, stay happy, healthy, and holy, and I will see you next week. God bless. For more information on Catholic Moms in the Middle or to set up your complimentary Moms in the Middle mentoring session, go to catholicmomsinthemiddle.com or find me on Facebook at Catholic Moms in the Middle for even more encouragement and support as you embrace this next season of life. The music for this podcast was written by Sean Williams, Catholic composer and musician. You'll find more of Sean's original music at musicbyseanwilliams.com. That is musicbysean, S-H-A-W-N, williams.com.